Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 4. Dungeons, Dragons, and Dorks. I... <laughs> I, I can't believe I have to to make this little disclaimer, but but this episode was recorded before the death of Prince Philip. That's not much of a spoiler. That's just he comes up, <laughs> and this was uh, before his his passing. So uh, rip to the prince. Um, we're not disrespectful to him. But I, I do think it's important to contextualize that he was not dead. Just he just looked like it at the time of recording. Uh, and on to the episode. So I decided after like reflecting on it that I'm not going to try to do any sort of like constructed like all right and welcome back to I, I'm just going to kind of be a bit more naturalistic about it i think um but anyway uh hi welcome back uh <laughs> i know <laughs> I, there needs to be something but um i just didn't want to do any kind of like scripted thing like i did last time uh this is our fourth ep fifth episode and uh our second recording session so there's gonna be a bit of recap it's because we haven't done it in like a month or two so uh this is Stay Buried, is a podcast where we dive into a book that I, Newton Holt, wrote when I was an 11-year-old idiot. Um, it's a fantasy novel uh, <laughs> set in a contemporary setting, uh, and it follows our, our, our main hero, Joe, who finds out that his dad is a water nymph. From the land of <laughs> from the land of Gale. Not even through the entry yet before the <laughs> last start. Uh, Do I, that was so progressive of you. Make the dad a water nymph. You know, props. Thank props, you. Dude. Thank you. Um, so he finds out his dad is a water nymph from this alternate world called Gale, which is kind of like a parallel universe in line with Earth. Um, and the the events of Gale and Earth. <laughs> mirror each other in some ways so like a boat sinking in gale causes the titanic to happen and also an explosion in gale causes 9 11 could be the other way around could be the other way around it's unproven we'll find out we'll find out it could just the timeline is uh non-linear in some ways i suppose but also it is, um, which I think is entirely due to the fact <laughs> that I was an idiot <laughs> and 11. Uh, so I think the last thing that happened uh, like with the, the Earth characters is that like Joe 
went with his dad to Gale to uh, meet Quintus the elf who got punched by Joe and as a punishment, Morgan, wait, no, what's his dad's name? Shoot. Hold you on. Tell us you wrote it <laughs> <laughs> years ago. Uh, Carius is his, like his Gale name and Benjamin is his <laughs> earth name. Uh, Carius, yeah. he sends, name. he sends Joe to go to Will's house. Will is like the nerdy, best friend ron weasley character oh yeah wasn't he trying to get rid of him in the first chapter yeah yeah he was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> joe seems like or what's his name the main character no 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 will, ron, will. will. will son, seems like way more better at life than ron weasley ever did it's like <laughs> it's 11 year old's view of what ron weasley is <laughs> he's like a hermione type too he's oh, kind is of he the love interest he's got you really were pretty <laughs> woke for an 11 year old okay <laughs> All right, so uh, the, the 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 immediate chapter before this was chapter three, which was this alternate. It was a, a visit through Gale. The main villain, the Dark Lord Genghis, was interrogating Quintus, the elf. Oh, on that ship. That's right. Yeah. Okay. The anti gravity, yes. the boiling water. Elves, I mean, yeah, have the power of anti gravity. And then he struck lightning down on the ship to hit Quintus. Yeah. Missed. <laughs> sunk his own ship. And counted it as a victory, but uh, Quintus died, um, surrounded by his orc friends. Um, they were all dying. And they decided to be friends. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're all gonna die. Is basically what he said. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> all right, so here we are. We are. In, oh, and one last little important bit of information: um, people can travel between Earth and Gale with the use of this orb called Sealther. And there's only two in existence, one that's natively Galian and one that's natively Earthian. But right now, they're both on Earth, I believe. Yeah, because his dad like took the Gale one yeah. and brought right. it to Earth, so no one from Gale could go to Earth. That's right. Do we know what happened to the Earth one? We just assume it exists. Do we know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think we know. Um, but I know that the, the Gale one is now in the hands of... of Ben Carius Morgan. The real question is, will we know, or is it just a forgotten plot device? <laughs> we'll find out. We still I... have a lot of chapters to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Chapter four: Dungeons, Dragons, and Dorks. <laughs> kind of describe this room, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Joe stared into the sky. He curled. He curled his sleeping bag against his chest with one hand. And he and fin finally dared himself to use his other to ring the doorbell. Ring! Joe suddenly had the urge to run away to a different state and go by a different name, but the town of Mill was too, su too suburban to be near anything. He would die trying. The door swung open to the scenery of the oddest house the world had probably seen. The walls of the room were gray, metal, and oddly beeping. The door was opened by his friend, Will. He was dressed in black pants and a white shirt with pens tucked neatly into their pockets. A protector sank to the bottom of it. He had large circular glasses that spiraled across his freckled face. His red hair was now dyed black. He smiled and his blue braces flashed. Friend is in uh, quotation marks. Not even quotation Not even a proper <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, I see what you're trying to do there. Will's not even a normal computer nerd. He's a cartoon He lives character. in a computer, apparently. He's a apparently. cartoon character <laughs> computer nerd. He lives in a computer. I mean, 
Bubbles? What is this? Smart House? Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> so in between this chapter and the previous, like, uh, he became a goth kid? Is that what happened? Why, why did... his hair? Uh, I guess so. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, hi, Joe. You came just in time. I'm so glad that you came. We are just about to start our game of Dungeons and Dragons. I can't... Will? Yeah? Shut up. Will slunk away into what seemed like a living room. Yet it was strewn with gadgets, high-tech devices, and figurines of wizards and orcs. Welcome to my house, he said sheepish, uh, sheepishly. Welcome to my house, <laughs> he said sheepishly, with a gesture of his hand before plopping down next to his brother, who was dressed the same way. They, oh, wait, yeah, hold on. Are they Mormons? Like <laughs> <laughs> all black pants, white shirts. That's that's their uniform. Oh, you're Will's friend. Yeah, I. Can you recite the circumference of a circle that's a radius of two inches? Um, no, I don't think. So. Will smiled and happily answered, "Twelve point fifty-six." Yeah, they high-fived. Joe's eyes drifted around the room. He most certainly did not feel at home. You want to play Dungeons and Dragons with us, Joe? Um, Joe didn't even get the chance to say no. Great, shouted a woman who just appeared in the doorway. Flip up the unbearable will dominate the world. This was apparently the mother of Will and Gage Zeus. She plumped her plump body on the couch. Will's blonde-haired father trailed in, shouting, No, of course not! Gorse the Powerful will triumph. Gage smiled. Hmm, I think you guys should confess your sins. Because you are liars! Dermon the Respected and his sword of oomph will strike down the gargoyles. Joe shifted uncomfortably. Who were these people? Oh, boy. Nerds! <laughs> nerds, yeah. This is what all nerds are like. I like, it's almost like Professor Layton-like, in that just like everyone's walking around and just getting quizzed <laughs> all the time. On basic math. Yeah, facts. he doesn't even say hello, really, or anything. He just immediately <laughs> starts quizzing him, right? <laughs> they lived in a very suppressed household. <laughs> Their parents just quiz them every chance they get. No hellos, no goodbyes. <laughs> it's really rude, honestly. It's like a yeah. flex to just be like, oh, you didn't know? The will pops in, and yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they're going for, right? I, I guess. When, when you're know. that nerdy, it's the only way you can take power back, I suppose. <laughs> I got an innocent vibe from it. Like, that's that's all. They, they don't even understand greetings, right? They're just yeah, so yeah. nerdy. All they do is quiz people on circle radiuses. <laughs> is this kid's name Gage Zeus? Is, is it Will Zeus? I guess it's Will Zeus. <laughs> what the hell? Badass. His last name is Zeus. <laughs> oh, boy. I agree. That's pretty sick. <laughs> She plumped her plump body on the couch. Ooh. Using the word plump twice. That's the real sin there. Is the first one even like, would you, do you plump something down? <laughs> I love the ellipses. She plumped her plump body. On the... <laughs> Almost like it's like a clever wordplay. It's like he thought it was a clever wordplay. <laughs> or that I was like really nervous about saying it. So I was like looking over my shoulders <laughs> to see if it was okay to call a woman plump. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I was right to put the ellipses there. I should have just not finished the sentence. 
What is family? Zoe? One of the best things in like all media is like second degree like Dungeons and Dragons writing and like <laughs> <laughs> like like you didn't experience Dungeons and Dragons before you wrote this. So what you got was what you got from like people writing Dungeons and Dragons who had also never played it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're awful at coming up with names, right? Flip Bob. <laughs> I mean, to be Gross. fair, I was also awful at coming up with names, so maybe I thought this was cool. Dermot, they're respected. <laughs> I like the sort of oomph, though. That's like a, oomph, yeah. you hit on like a Dragon Quest like spell right. there, like a buff. Uh, who were these people? Will sounded like he was the king of England. <laughs> no commentary there. Just... He was. He was. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sorry. Will sounded like he was, he was the King of England. I didn't sorry. even catch that. Like, you know, my mind just kind of blazes over it. But no, yeah, he was, he was the King of England. It's like a Wizard of Oz kind of like skipping <laughs> down. <laughs> no! Oh, sorry. Well, I, I got to do nerdy do a British and accent, British. Yeah. No! Plato's wise and his book of Orcane will shield himself until he will be the only one left. See, no. That's the king of England. <laughs> also, is there? There's not a king of England, right? There's the queen, but well, yeah. Isn't her husband still like? Well, it depends prince? on who's in power. Like the the king of England is a person. It has been a person in the past, I know, but it hasn't been past like eighty years, right? Yeah, I don't think there's currently a king. I don't think she's married right now. No, she, she has like a prince consort, maybe. <laughs> no, or something. she does. You guys have seen like I the memes what... of him driving, and it just looks like a corpse sat up in a chair. We should probably cut this. Our uh, lack our, of knowledge, knowledge regarding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we want to seem like experts, uh, just geniuses. Yes, okay. We are. In fact, yeah. you should have us just like cut in with random facts. Like about British history, if anything, I'm gonna go record like myself now and like just interject myself in to make myself seem wittier. Yeah. <laughs> never give power of the edit to somebody on the podcast. Joe sunk his face into his hands as Mr. Zeus spoke. You need to create a character now. These guys are dorks, he thought, yet he managed to throw out a smile. How about? Uh, Django the Battle Worn. He inwardly laughed. He could actually come up with a good name. The Zeus clan put their fists to their chests and uttered an odd phrase. Vala vala hum haila borum. Django the Battle Worn prosperous. Joe swayed on the spot. What did they say? Yeah, Joe said, waving a hand in the air and sitting next to Will. Let's just start. Although everyone in school called, called Dungeons and Dragons a lame game, in fact, the lamest of them all, it turned out to be fun. <laughs> Joe smote down... Are you trying to say smite? No, <laughs> Past no, it. Smite, smote, smut. <laughs> uh, Joe smote down every orc that turned on him with his shield of the, the phoenix. phoenix and every gargoyle with his cap of invisibility. Everything was, oddly enough, going well. Until the doorbell rang. Will sighed and put down his axe of the mountain fairies and trudged along the carpet the door. Joe craned his neck around the edge of the house and watched Will, clutching his fire medallion with his firm grip. 
Mr. Zeus's eyes followed Will closely, ready to make a move, as if a panther were suddenly be the one to play Ding Dong Ditch. <laughs> I can't even... What's, what's that mean? <laughs> He's like ready to fight in case like you open the door and it's danger. Like Yeah, like, like a panther. A big cat. Oh, so he, he's ready for a panther to be at the door. Someone rang the doorbell and they apparently think that <laughs> but, there could be someone meeting yeah, them Yeah, but if it was yeah. Ding Dong Ditch, whatever danger was there would have... be gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just go outside and see a panther, like, booking it down the, <laughs> the street. Cackling as it's... <laughs> Darn you, panthers! <laughs> the door creeped open, and its place stood an old, fragile woman. She was so thin, she looked as if she would blow away in the wind. Can I borrow a cup of goat milk? She asked. Goat milk? Will replied with a smile. Why would you want... He was cut short as the old lady, dressed in black, showed her, shoved her hand forward, knocking Will in the chest. He toppled back, sputtering words like, Who are you? Words like them. Not those exact <laughs> words, but... <laughs> you get the gist. Whom is... <laughs> I... <laughs> Did, did you, like it was just like a one-handed shove or like what were you imagining? I think it's yeah like it's I I I think there's an implication of magic here so like a like a little force push. Okay. I like how Will's response was goat milk. He repeated with a smile, <laughs> like some creepy old lady comes up and you're like goat milk. Why would you want goat milk? He's laughing inwardly. Oh, ah, oh my gotcha. Is goat milk something that people have in their kitchens? Is that? I don't think so. No, I think that's why Will is confused. Why that's a weird smiling because he thinks goat milk's funny, just like we think goat. Yeah, milk it's is just funny. like goat milk. Why would you want goat milk? Maybe he actually like keeps it in the fridge and has been waiting for like the opportunity to bust out the goat milk. <laughs> I mean, the Zeus family does sound like a family that would drink goat milk, so it's a high probability. <laughs> the old lady seemed to go from hunchback old mummy to a young and hip girl. Her black oh, robes. Yeah. Her black robe suddenly mutated into a tie-dyed shirt. Long strands fell from her ears, which appeared to be earrings made from miniature skulls. Her pale jeans were distress. The dynamics made Joe jump up. <laughs> well, I mean, this is some good vocabulary. Just completely used. <laughs> So this old goat milk wanting lady just morphed into a hippie. A hippie, yeah. Like, but like a, a goth hippie with the skulls. Miniature skulls. I like the single quotes around the word hip again. <laughs> like, <laughs> hip. Really hitting that. Guys, she's a hippie, so she looks hip. Imagine that. Will, he shouted, jumping over the table, ignoring the cluttering pieces of the Dungeons and Dragons set. He made his way over to the girl, whom, whom looked about 18. She crossed her arms and laughed, jerking her head back and making her earrings flop. She turned to him, and it looked like her eyes ignited. Fools, she cackled. Mr. Zeus stood, pointing a pale finger at the girl. Witch, you said you wouldn't hurt our son. How did you escape? We imprisoned you in the crags of Delmore. You shouldn't be here. You should be in Gale. Stop. The presses. <laughs> Will's dad knows about Gale? His last name is Zeus. I guess we so. We should have seen it coming. 
Oh my gosh. Is like is Will actually the main character? Because he has like if his dad is Zeus, he has like the much more powerful like bloodline and like it's <laughs> more into a water nymph. It's yeah. much more Percy Jackson than uh, the half mermaid dude. Wow. Also, this woman just like pushed pushed him down. It's not like she did much. No, he he not even down, just back. He top oh yeah, toppled back. Like that's the you know. A little, Whoa, a little push. witch. Hey. <laughs> witch, you bring this dark magic into my house. <laughs> the use of physics are not allowed in this plane. I just can't believe this all started with a request for goat milk. I mean, like, who would have thought after that? Should have tits them off right there. Only people from Gale drink goat milk. So do they play D&D to, like, remind themselves of home? That's it's what like, I'm getting. You know it's what? Like you come home and you play train simulator after working your job on the train all day. <laughs> what? Relatable. Everybody does it. Come on. Okay. We continue. The words were like cold knives to the heart. Joe exchanged glances from the girl, the girl and Will's, Will's father. father. How could he have known about Gail? Will chimed. Gail? Dad? What are you talking about? He demanded. The witch cackled. Carius Morgan was not the only one to use the sealther to go to Earth. Three races came here in search of a better world. You, Circe Zeus, used to be the best friend of Carius, you elf, and Xenon Kim, the nomad. Joe clenched his fists and watched the hag point to Mr. Zeus viciously. A bolt of red lightning emitted from her finger. It struck Circe in the chest, turning him and his mortal wife to stone. She turned on Gage and sent a blast that sent him unconscious. Joe grinded his teeth. This had to end. Yes. Dude. Punch it, Joe, coming to the rescue. <laughs> he launched himself upward, striking her across the bottom of her throat. Wait, how did Joe get there? Joe's been there. This no, but the... how did Joe get across? He launched. Did he launch? Oh, okay, that's he what launched I, launched himself. Himself. I forgot. Rocket style. <laughs> <laughs> he just Astro Boys across the room. <laughs> he just kind of, kind of like uppercuts her on the throat, like slaps it. Like the language didn't like sell a punch no, to me. It was I, I more like a. He struck her across the bottom of her throat. I he, think that's very tried. clear. I mean, you could maybe do a cry chop. This is Punch and Joe we're talking about, so he <laughs> uses fist for sure. Punch and Joe. <laughs> We'll make that T-shirt. <laughs> that feels like a political like, <laughs> like somebody got into a fight one time in seventh grade. They're running for president, and their opponent's like, "Hey, it's Punch and Joe." <laughs> Dang it! He punches the I don't, like unions or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> she gave a quick moan and toppled to the ground. Her eyes flew to the back of her head, and the hag died. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, oh, Joe just killed somebody. Oh, yeah, he, one quick strike. One hit KO. KO. <laughs> she enjoyed. She enjoyed it at least. <laughs> the moan. Uh. He just completely closed in her larynx. Just one quick strike. One quick punch and Joe flew to the back of her head. I mean, this that's is... what happens when you die. That's just a fact. <laughs> Joe's cool. I mean, we've established that Joe's cool. I relate to Joe now. <laughs> He's not a Mary Sue anymore. He's just kind of pretty cool. <laughs> she died. Goodness. Her... Well, I think oh, yeah, Will's yeah. now an orphan, right? I mean, that's... <laughs> there's stone, but that doesn't mean 
What did she want the goat milk for, though? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's finish the chapter. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about the goat milk. Her body resumed to its hag-like shape, an old, wrinkled prune. Will turned to Joe, an expression of disbelief. You were right. I don't lie about this stuff, Will. Come on. He took Will's hand, and they dashed from the premises. All right, so, so or his, they just left his younger brother there, unconscious. Yeah, unconscious. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're we're blowing those popsicles, Dan. Well, let's get out of here. But I, you can tell you're building that romance when he uh, he takes his hand and they, no, they dash on. from the premises. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't be opposed. I don't think that I went there. But would eleven year old be opposed? I definitely yes. think I'm so. I'm just reading between the lines here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Listeners, if you want to write fan fiction, we will read it. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, these are like. 13-year-old characters. We so. will read it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, chapter four. Okay, so where did we, where did we leave off Joe last? We kind of recapped earlier, but where and was then, he before D&D? He punched He him. punched Quintus. Uh, they went back to Earth. He got chewed out by his dad. His dad it was said, a punishment. He had to hang out with, with Will as yeah, a punishment. Yeah, as a punishment. Oh, Remember, he was like, no. Like he literally, yeah, yeah. He says, I know how to break you. Oh, yeah? How? That's... You're going to spend the night with Will. Yeah. No! <laughs> okay, that makes sense now. Because I was like, why is he going to Will's house? He hates the kid. But And Dad's yeah. obviously got an in at Will's house with Will's dad. Oh, my God. Also, I... yeah. that punishment makes more sense now, yeah. actually, a little bit. I think... I don't know why. Aesthetically, I don't know if walls, metal, and beeping is the same energy as LARPing Dungeons and Dragons. What do you think I, this feel is like coming si- from? <laughs> I imagine it's like, you know, those like NASA, like 1950s kind of like wall lining servers. Like, I imagine it's just a, a hundred servers. Like, I mean, who knows what uh, Will's dad did for his profession. Maybe he was like jail, a, yeah. uh, you know, an NSA spy or something like that. You never know. Yeah. Can we talk about how like Will's mom like struck gold though. Like she's she's she gives me like a nerdy vibe. Like she was definitely like nerdy in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he she meets this dude's like, hey, I'm I'm like I'm a, I'm from a fantasy world. Like I'm I'm everything you could ever want. And she's like, all right. Like, Marry me. She said plumply. <laughs> that was awful. Why did I write that? <laughs> You didn't have to include the fact that she was plump, but it did set the mood a little better. <laughs> Their character descriptors are the mom is plump and the dad is blonde. <laughs> and then they get turned to stone and I'm supposed to feel bad about <laughs> Yeah, Will's, Will handles it surprisingly well. Or maybe he's just in shock right now and hasn't quite gotten over the fact that... Give it a few chapters. I'm sure we'll get to the self-reflection. Bit. Yeah, we'll really get, dive into his trauma. Do you think they ever get unstoned? Do you think do you do you, do you remember going oh, back gosh. to that, or is like are, is this book going to end just... and they're just going to be like, oh, like, <laughs> did did that ever go back to normal? See, I remember, I remember like chapter five and some big plot points along the way, but other than that, like I'm completely blind, so I have no. I I would imagine that I would resolve that. Oh, I hope you don't. It'd be a great <laughs> thread left if, if we have a bunch of loose ends at the end of this, you have to write like another chapter and we have to like read oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think, if you were, how old is Joe? Like 13? Is that what Something we established? Like He's like a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He punched, I know that they're a hag. 
like a monster. A hag in hippie form. In hippie form. So at the at that time, she looked about 18. Right. He punched an 18-year-old in the throat, killed her. That's got to do something to you, right? <laughs> Maybe she hit her head on the way down or something. You just well, didn't write it. <laughs> Joe, Joe's no uh, stranger to punching, you know? I know. He's been doing it his whole nymph life. Nymph strength, dude. Yeah. Nymph strength. That's true. We haven't really gotten into what water nymph powers are. If elves Maybe. can float, yeah. But you mean like psychologically this might have, uh, this is going to have an impact on him, you think? I doubt it. <laughs> but I feel like it should, supposing he's a 13-year-old boy. He's gotten into some fights, but he, I don't, from... What I know, he has never just like straight up murked anybody before. <laughs> have you guys have you guys watched that Tom Holland movie on Netflix, The Devil All the Time? I think is what it's no, no, called. No. Well, it's kind of, it's it's like a it's like a book movie. So you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like the journey of this kid. Yeah. Every time he gets into a fight, he leads with a kick in one way or the other, and like I just love it. Like he gets in a fight with this guy working on his car, and he just like kicks the door in on him before, just like wailing on him. And that's what I feel like Joe's go to movie is it's just leading with like the sucker punch. <laughs> Joe's ripped, right? <laughs> no. He's definitely not ripped. No, he's he's pudgy. He, like, he just punched somebody in the throat and they died. Isn't that like in like the first chapter that we, we write that like Joe oh, that's is... that's right. He is fat, isn't he? He's slightly fat, I think is what it says. You're right. You're right. I mean, but fat, fat kids can still pack a punch. Fat kids can hide muscle underneath. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's jacked under a small layer of jelly. <laughs> Or maybe it was just like the the one like you know critical hit kind of punch, you know, yeah, right, right in that spot. larynx where it collapsed and she couldn't breathe and died instantly. Yeah, maybe hags are like uniquely weak in that area. Yeah, what's yeah. up? It just seems totally unnecessary that she gets younger too, right? Like, like <laughs> why does she revert to being eighteen years old to show off the magic? I guess. Yeah, to make it more obvious that she's if, a magic. If she was being. trying to get inside too, <laughs> why would so you? Good. Why would you lead with the crazy hag and not <laughs> the cute eighteen-year-old yeah, girl? Really <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. I mean, she leads with goat milk lady. <laughs> I mean, maybe to like increase her catch them off their guard, right? Will didn't know what to expect. Well, I she guess. reverts to the hag-like shape, right? So that's her normal self. Right. Yeah. In theory, Zeus should have recognized her immediately. When she opened the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Or ma- maybe hags are just all, like, they just take the form of hippies or something. Okay, so. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Cursory Google search. I might be wrong about the math here, but uh, a random Reddit thread is telling me that it takes about 150 pounds of force to crush, like, a larynx. <laughs> and uh, that, like, the average person can punch at about, like, 60 to 85 pounds. <laughs> Uh, although, like MMA fighters can get into like like the two hundred range, okay. so like so he's below that. He, yeah, he's like he's somewhere more than the average person, but less than the professional. Yeah, nymph strength, dude. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. know, yeah, half nymph strength. <laughs> we'll have to do a homebrew D and D setting with this, with the nymphs and the flying elves, Genghis, whatever he is. Yeah, the, the next campaign will be set in Gale. Don't worry. All right, so what are our predictions going forward? Oh. They, they got to meet up with the with the chick, right? Yeah, yeah. Zena and Kim got to find out more about her. I think or she's going to be the focal. They're going to go to Gale, right? I, mean, I think that's where it's going, yeah. right? They're going to reveal like her parentage or whatever. like. Yeah, so we're, we're crossing into Act 2, mm-hmm. uh, story structure-wise. Right. Um, so I imagine... like. You know, there's the crossing of the threshold into the other world. Right. Very literally, I'd imagine, like, they do that. Makes sense. Possibly. 
Are they going? Do you think? Oh, they're probably going like home, like Joe's house first, right? I, don't, I think they're going straight. I think they're going straight to Gail. I think they're going. <laughs> just, I think they're going to. I think they're going to be like, all right. We'll probably check in with pops, right? He'll probably talk. Well, yeah, because he doesn't have the seal third. You couldn't oh, go to true, Gail. That's true. Yeah. Right, but I think Kim. Or yeah, Sarah Kim or is the next character. Gotta go meet, meet the nomads. <laughs> whatever they. I'm. I'm really scared that it's gonna be <laughs> what like are the racial traits of a nomad. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> More of a descriptor than like. A, I know, right? I know, but I'm just thinking in like Zelda terms. Like, all right, well, the nymphs are the Zoras. Oh, sure. The We're nomads would be. Well, the nomads I think would be like, what, what's Ganondorf's like group? Oh, the, the Gerudo. Yeah, the Gerudo, <laughs> which are already you know, they're they're coded. Every you character know? gets like one adjective, so we'll just see which adjective nomads get. <laughs> <laughs> And on to chapter five. <laughs> Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. Xenon, the sequel. The sequel. Clever. This is great radio talking about Disney Channel original <laughs> movies. Here. I think my favorite naming scheme of any. We can cut this part out. But my, I think my favorite like naming scheme of any series of all time is the "I know what you did last summer." Do you guys know the the progression of those? It's "I know what you did last summer." I still know what you did last <laughs> summer, and I'll always know what you did last <laughs> summer. It's just amazing. The fourth one is no, for real, guys. I know. Fifth one, I'm too old. I forgot what happened last <laughs> summer. <laughs>